0: Hi, everyone. Queen B here. We are back and we are back at it. Uh, we are here now for Discovery 2. Discovery 2 will be all about uh, police brutality, systematic racism, and just injustices that I face truly as a Black woman. Um, what I see my man experience as a Black man. And then what I've experienced just coming from an all African-American family. And so just uh, take a few minutes to, to hear me out. Uh, So first topic for today or the first thing on our agenda is to just go through and to um, talk about George Floyd. Talk about uh, what happened, my feelings towards it, and um, just some of the domino effect that I've seen happen throughout these last few days. So, um, wow. I think it was eight minutes and 46 seconds that he lay there. Uh, calling out, please, you know, please, I can't breathe. Like, you know, my body hurts. (laughs) I can't can't breathe. But I think what broke me, like, even even right now, as I talk about it, I've got chills. But what truly broke me was when he called out for his mom. And his mom had been dead for, or deceased, I'm sorry, for at least two years. That, yeah, that broke me. And so to see everything that's going on in our different states, uh, to see what's going on globally, it lets you know that racism is real. Racism is alive. It hasn't died down. It's just been covered. It's just been covered. So we have to do what we have to do to um, break these laws, to, to vote in politicians, to help change some of these laws and policies. We have to also stand up and petition. In addition to petitioning, we have to also go out and protest. Yes, it comes with risks. So you have to do it strategically. You have to do it strategically. Uh, We have to be organized and and we can do this. We can make a change and we can be that voice uh, for for others and for the world to say, hey, we know this is not right. So what can we do to fix it? Um, Truly, George Floyd's death, uh, to me, felt as like the tip of the iceberg, as in we as African-Americans have been taking a lot. Taking a lot, Breonna Taylor, Ahmad Aubrey, gosh, Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland, and so so many others. We have been taking a lot. How how much more do you want? Because we ain't got no more to give. And so that that transpires into protesting. Now I agree. Protest, protest, speak your mind, go out there with your signs, go out there with your pickets, Uh, go out there and just speak your mind and and be vocal about how you feel and, and, and exactly your message. It is not Black Lives Matter that is going to businesses and looting. But I will say that what the message needs to be focused around is our peaceful protests. And Black lives are important. Black lives matter. And as of right now, it doesn't seem like, especially to police and, and in politics, that we we are human, we are beings, and we are important. It's really shocking to see that even with everything that's going on in the world right now, all the documentation that we see on social media, it's still uh, we still have cops going out there. Um, just abusing abusing their power, abusing the badge. I don't agree. I don't like it. I don't think it's okay. That shit doesn't rock with me. Um, and and I do have friends that are cops. I, I do know people that are cops. Um, and it's not picking a side. It's understanding that wow, I've got some really shitty co-workers out there um, that are abusing their power, and that's not okay. For for people that I know that are or are, are not black. They are non-black people. They are not people of color either. True, true. Black and people of color are not synonyms. Oh my gosh, black and people of color are not synonyms. People of color are, are encompassing of a whole lot more individuals. But I do have some non-black people, some white people that experience white privilege that have yet to speak about it. And of course, no, I'm not going to address the elephant in the room. And, and they understand their privilege. It is not my job to educate. It is up to them to research and, and to change and to take that upon themselves to make themselves a better person. Of course I can send resources and whatnot, but it's not, it's not me uh, that should be educating. They have to take that upon themselves. It truly hurts though, um, being a black woman in America, we are the most under uh, uh underrepresented under respected under oh gosh mm. we have to be strong we have to we have no other option no one else is looking out for us and so we persevere in addition to be being so under respected we are also the most educated population too two two degrees here. But I said all that to say, we have to do better with our black people. We are people. We are people, individuals. You steal our culture. You steal our moves. You steal our hair. You steal our cooking. You try to steal our men. You try to steal some of our jobs. You can also try to stand up for these injustices that you see. You can also try to stand for the injustices. For 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 something bigger than yourself, you have to recognize. Especially for my some of my white listeners, you have to recognize your privilege. You have to recognize your privilege. And so, I hope that to my listeners today, this podcast here gave you perspective—perspective perspective from an African American woman, mid twenties, just trying to make it out here. In the midst of all of police brutality, all of this systematic racism, all of these injustices, I hope that this podcast have has given you a little bit more insight on exactly what I might walk through just day today. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, XOXO underscore journey XO. Definitely feel like you can reach out. And if you need anything, you know exactly where to find me. Thank you all for listening. Queen be here.